hello, welcome to Meanwhile in the Falklands, our fourth podcast in this series. If you are watching this, listening to this, listening to this years in advance, this is all still on beta listeners at the moment. Although we're making some headway, aren't we, to get it onto Mm. iTunes and everything? Yeah, indeed. Um, Just need to chat with uh, Mr. Fantastic Website Man and... uh, you can link them up and then uh, then they'll be on iTunes. Yeah. Brilliant. So, I'm Paula. I'm Katie. I'm Tom. And I'm Hannah. And we're sitting in a cafe somewhere in Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Tom's birthday today. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you. So, what have you done so far today? Well, so far today I have woken up, which was very difficult. <laughs> You know, as, as you get older, um, it becomes harder and harder. Uh, <laughs> um, I love you keep looking at me when you say that. <laughs> I am the oldest of the younger, younger FIT. <laughs> I don't know how to Nicely done, yeah. nicely done. Nice. So, I am definitely so putting, oldest. Putting yourself down there whilst firing a mm. shot at Paula. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well done. <laughs> I, yeah, I so thought, are you out partying tonight? Um, tonight, no. Very, um, obviously there is uh, an event going on this evening in, uh, in Stanley. Um, which we would normally, well, normally we would all film, but uh, one of my bosses very kindly offered to <laughs> cover my filming role this evening to allow my better half to take me out for dinner. Excellent. So it'll be a nice, quiet evening out for dinner tonight, and then uh, and then there's football on tomorrow. So and tell I'll us be about embracing. your lovely gifts we got this morning. Well, I was going to say. Showered in gifts. Yeah, I've got more gifts than I've received for like the last five years, though. <laughs> so I've got some uh, very nice cufflinks. Uh, from the best half again. Little penguins. Some little penguins on them, so no matter where I am in the world, I think of the Falklands. Nice. Um, <laughs> then I got, I'm always, always losing my keys. Always. So she got me a little thing uh, to put on your key ring, and if you whistle, um, it starts beeping. Which yeah. the girls, so we're which all going to be whistling at you. Yeah, I was going to say, which the girls are having great fun with so far today, just yeah. walking past me and whistling. <laughs> we've, all, we've also identified the key it's in as well, so we know what, what mm. pitch to put it at. It's, uh, and it whistles back at you. But moving on from this, um, our topic this week that we're going to chat about is alcohol. And um, I, we did a, FITV did a, um, a, an advertising campaign or a promotion a few years ago. Um, the government did a, a big thing about um, sexual abuse and stuff like that. And I was under the impression that the next one they were going to look at would be alcoholism. Um, it's never sort of really come forward so what are you guys you've come you're young you party a lot <laughs> you come to the so much because obviously she's the oldest of the youngest <laughs> people um but how are you guys found it coming here that amount of out is it seriously different from the uk uh i wouldn't say different i'd say there is a heavy drinking culture in the uk but i'd say there is equally a heavy heavy drinking culture here it just might mm. i don't know but I mean, it depends on the times it because at home everything is open till three, four in the morning. Nightclubs, you start drinking later, so you would go out on a night out probably half past ten, eleven. Mm. Whereas here, everything shuts at half eleven, so people are drinking a lot earlier than I am used to. <laughs> but, but do you think because they're drinking earlier, say here you start at eight o'clock in the evening because your night ends at half past eleven? Does that mean you're drinking more than if you start drinking so. at half eleven in the UK and drink until three? I think so because you're more pressure to, to be drunk when you're out whereas in the UK you can go out sober and drink yeah. for a longer period of time you've got more time to get drunk or have a drink yeah I think I think one of the, the differences in terms of time is that 
a lot of people don't want to stay out until three o'clock in the morning. So if people go out at nine o'clock in the evening in the UK, they'll have a few drinks and they won't be absolutely uh, hammered. Hammered. Yeah, I was going to say, what's a polite way of putting that? There's more ca- uh, casual drinks, isn't there? Yeah. Whereas here, I don't think when everyone goes out on a Friday and a Saturday, it's kind of drink, yeah, drink, drink, drink. It's I think, very quick. I think and for those around. of you who are listening, Hannah's just doing imitating yeah. and drinking lots and lots and lots <laughs> I think for the me, universal yeah. sign language a bit strange because I was living in Paris before I moved down here so when I first moved there I've got three friends who are from the UK as well and we all used to go out together every weekend um, we kind of assumed that we would be able to drink very similar to how we do in the UK but actually the drinking culture isn't as big there and we found that we were the ones that were ordering more and drinking more while we were in Paris, it's it's really quite different to do, what you'd assume. Do you think the drinking culture in Selkirk is similar to the drinking culture here because it's a small community and I don't know nightclub wise. Yeah, so there, Selkirk's in the Scottish Borders which is where I grew up. It's um, I think the pubs are very much the same and in it, it closes at 11, the exact same so yes, it is very similar and the people that you find in the pubs you get a variety of people in a variety of ages. I would go to the pub with my dad at home and I would go to the pub with my dad here, but I wouldn't go to the pub with my dad in a city, in Edinburgh, things like that. I wouldn't take him to a club that I'd usually go to, you know? Um, so I think I think there's pros and cons to both. To but both do you think areas. it's because of that small community I think mentality so. and there isn't the option... Or it's not as accessible to be like, right, well, we're going to go out to a tanky bar or a nightclub or whatever where we can drink later, but it's kind of the pressure of... All We've only got until this time, so we've got to drink, drink, drink. Or is it anything to do with the price? Because obviously and alcohol prices mm. down here is, is a lot cheaper. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I think at one stage, um, a can of beer was actually cheaper than a bottle of water. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think it was not so long ago. But um, That's similar to uni, I think, with SU bars and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. everything is so cheap, you're more inclined to buy two drinks at the same time. Do you know what I mean? And be one in one hand. And which yeah, definitely. I also think there's an element of there is there's there's more to do. Uh, in the UK, I would go out drinking, as you say, and I'd go out clubbing, but I wouldn't do it at the weekend. And I know that might have been UK uni culture, part of me more than anything else. But at the weekend, there were things I wanted to do. I, I wanted to go like surfing, I wanted to like go out into the peaks, and I wanted to go and go and do things. Whereas I, I don't know, there aren't as many many clubs around here. And things to do, it's not as accessible. There, like, there are more opportunities here, I'd say, but to be able to go for a, a walk up a mountain, you can't mm. just walk, you've got to phone someone up. There's but, but you still, yeah. more, it's, you've it's got it's that difficult. in your But it's difficult because you, you still can. And like the Peak District, as you say, is just, like, it's, it's huge. It's, it's such like an iconic thing within the UK. But the mountains here are still, you can walk up them and it's still very enjoyable. You've got Tumble Down, you've got Harry. But I also think one of the differences in the UK when I go to when, I, when you go to a variety of different community events, there might be like one stall selling like some craft ale or some different kind of drinks where it's like you go there to like, oh, I want to go and try that beer because that's a special beer from this brewery down the road. Mm. Whereas I feel like pretty much every event here involves a bar, a bar. that's stocked mm. up with Budweiser. Um, yeah. Or any other alcoholic drink that's available to purchase down here. Yeah. <laughs> in can or bottle form. It can, yeah. Be yeah. Easier. it can be easier down here as well to... I think because in, in cities you can choose what you want to drink. For example, you can buy the drink that you know sits well with you. Whereas here, there's less option and there's 
a very big price difference between beer and things like spirits and wine, things like that. So sometimes it's easier to drink something that you know isn't what you actually want and doesn't sit very well with you. So I think that could be a lot of the reason why you do find people that are quite drunk in and pubs mixing and things like that. as well. Mixing, mixing is a yeah. big thing. Yeah. And then taken back to a point Katie was making earlier about her time in, uh, her time in Paris and mm. how different that culture was. I grew up in the South of France and um, the difference is everybody drinks, they do, but nobody gets absolutely That's hammered. it, yeah. yeah. And that is like, it. I had my first glass of wine like watered down at a friend's parents' house at dinner when I was nine years old. I had a glass mm. of red, watered down with some water, basically tasted horrible and I was like meh whatever but you drink it because like your friend sat next to you it's nine years old and you're drinking it and the, and the the alcohol is brought in at that young point you go and you visit the vineyards and you go and taste the wine and when you go and pour the wine out of the big big bags like you don't then drink it they they swish it around their mouth for flavor and, they, and they'll spit it out into a bucket it's more about the the enjoying enjoyment of the beverage rather than just drinking it trying to get a buzz I think because at first you're shocked when you know that young people in France are allowed to have alcohol but actually it's a really safe way of introducing it because in the UK and lots of other places in the world don't drink until you're 18 all of a sudden you have the power to do that and I think that's why so many young people lose control of that in in France it's brought into you gradually and in a very safe and controlled environment at the dinner table with your parents and it's why you have that stereotype when your first real big blowout is GCSC leavers you'll finish your GCSEs you go and have like a house party or you're going to like you're in countryside such as Selkirk or somewhere in Wales or something like that you go and have a party in a field and you never really had alcohol before and you all take three litre bottles of Strongbow and anything else your mum would go like here's a four pack of Smirnoff Ice and any other drink that we're not advertising, um, <laughs> but you go and do that, and that's why there are so there are so many stories of people having to be like collected at ten o'clock. Stomachs pumped. They drank too much. Yeah. Stomachs yeah. pumped. And it does worry me as a you know as a as a mother that young teenagers are being pressurised into getting as drunk as possible as quick as possible because it is there is a lethal dose, isn't there? And there is been cases, or is it just me reading? Was it always like this? Like, what was it like when you were our age? Oh, God, let's not go into no. that. <laughs> no, but has there always been a bit... Do you think, do you think drinking culture, uh, our generation of drinking culture, quick, 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 is different to how it used to be? Or I mean, when I was your age, worse? yeah, we used, used to get drunk and stuff, but not as... I, you know, it's easy, I suppose, when you're older, you, you walked further to school and everything was just a little bit harder, wasn't it? But... I don't know, it just, just never really attracted me to lose control like that, so it's never really anything I've... But I, also, I, I also don't want it to like feel like we're like completely bashing on like the idea of drinking culture, because I have to say, like as much as we're talking about potentially some negatives and some different ways of life and doing it, like, some of my best years were at university, getting really drunk with your friends, the, the funny stories come out of it, and I, though, we don't drink, though I don't drink as much as when I was 19 and I was 20 when I was in first and second year of uni, like, I, I went home, back to, I went back to the UK for a few weeks, I meet up my friends from uni, and you still, you sit there in the park, like, with just a drink, in the sunshine, having a chat, reminiscing about that time when he got really, really drunk and came home with a cone on his head, and, like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a little bit silly, but at the same time, it doesn't mean you're going to carry that on for the rest but of your life. I also think, for some people who might be quite shy, having a drink, let's let their hair down a bit, do you know, as a way of relaxing, and they come this out of their shell, do you know, and they're yeah, yeah. so it, 
I think it one depends the, on the individual person. One of the criticisms, especially down here in the Falklands, is that there's not anything else to do. Um, what would you say about that? But uh, there is, isn't there? There's it's clubs it's to join and everything. Because there is, I got told when I first came down here, there isn't really that much to do. So I jumped in and tried to do everything, and all of a sudden I don't have a spare minute. And then, but there's also the things that things close a lot earlier, and we emphasise this beforehand. But say, for example, you want to get something... The, one of the weirdest things is taking it on a slight tangent, but one of the weirdest things for me is, like, shops close at five during the week. So if I want to get anything done, I have to ask permission to leave work, or I have to take my lunch in break writing to go yeah. yeah absolutely get as assigned it, by two is, superior members of staff uh, yeah as um, is the FITV policy but I, that's if you want to go and buy anything around here that's it and I think that's one of the differences as well things close early not just the pubs but everything else and it's just you want to go and do something after and especially I think winter is coming up to winter you know winter time it's cold it's wet mm. you want to be in a nice warm pub knitting. steak night knitting, knitting. that's what you're going to be doing you know knitting. what I mean it's sociable yeah what's I, the thing we got like that dungas dungarees some dung, after is it dungas yeah, dungas where, where people where go they, straight from work to the pub and just drink like Friday night yeah they, they go straight from work to the pub mm. and then just drink until they want to go home I yeah. Guess, yeah I think there's there's I another part of it yeah <laughs> I know that when me and my mum um, would go out for a drink in the UK I would drink a lot faster and I would hold my drink, my hand over the top of my drink. Um, and she would ask me why I was drinking my drink so fast because she would take her time and enjoy it. But you know that when you're in clubs and things like that, you can't leave your drink open and you can't leave it sitting on a bar. So the reason why you drink fast is because you need to make sure that you're watching it all the time. And I think oh that's gosh, the difference that's between awful. different yeah, generations. It's also like if you want to dance, you don't want to be going over and dancing and holding three drinks or yeah. two drinks. You there drink it really quick, get on the dance floor. Do you know? There is that. The club, I, actually, that's a really and good point. And in the globe, it's yeah. like that. It's a, it's a club in nature. You don't go onto the dance floor with a drink because that drink gets spilt all over you. Or, or on someone else. Yeah. So what you do is you buy your drink, you drink it relatively quickly, and then you start dancing. And then someone, 10, 15 minutes later, you're back to the bar. You get... And that's why, like, shots and Jaeger bombs and things, they mm, get down quick. very quickly. Yeah. They're, that's why they're so popular. But it's like a cycle, isn't it? You're dancing, going to the toilet, having a quick drink, back on the dance floor. I'm so glad that I'm the oldest member of the older section of the <laughs> FIT. I'm part of the older section, too. <laughs> right, let's move on. What have we done this week? We made fudge. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Lovely. That was really good. That was appreciated by the whole of Stanley That's the first time I have made fudge. I, really I actually think, think it went really well. It just t- well, it it was tasted, very sugary. It, it tasted amazing, but it was a bit like biting into a sugar cube. Yeah. Oh my god! It was yeah. like I had two pieces, and, and I think um, Zoe made a very good point. Like on the day we were making it, um, Hannah and uh, were chatting away about it. And she said, when you actually make it, I think you're less inclined to eat so much. Could you realise how much sugar is going into this thing? <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. So, what else have we been working on this week? You went to see the demolitions. Well, that's why you weren't here yeah. last week for the demolitions. How did that all go? Yeah, it was really, really interesting, and it was. I got to press the button, which was really good fun. <gasps> so I made it all it. go boom, yeah. <laughs> which was really good. Which um, one did you do? Did you do that massive big one, or did you do the little tiny? <laughs> so, there was, so there was one big explosion, and then there was a very little one, and it was me that did the very little one. And they said it's because I didn't press the button hard enough. Which I believe that's what happened to uh, the governor, um, Nigel Phillips, Mr. Nigel Phillips, who when he went down for his uh, his first one, his, uh, his wife Emma, oh. like, she pressed the button and. 
big explosion, then it came Nigel's turn. You're a jaw cake. He didn't press it hard enough, and it was just a very small it, It's a demining, it's, I think it's just a demining <laughs> joke. Don't worry, <laughs> they're just having you on. Yeah, the only That's problem good. that did happen was I did have my Falkland Islands phone in my pocket. <gasps> but that was oh, an indestructible no. phone. It's one for, It was a big, listeners. chunky Nokia, yeah. like big old Nokia. We kept 33 you and phoning you, knowing that your phone had fallen out and been crashed. Got by blown a, up <laughs> and ran over. I forgot. So, <laughs> fell out my pocket and it's now gone. So. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, it was a really fun trip. Oh, <laughs> what have you been up to this week? You made a hat. You must mention oh, that. Oh, I know. Hat. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, oh, no, that one. Yeah. That one was all right. That worked out okay. But um, I spun some wool and the idea is that you chuck it in the washing machine and it felt mm. and goes, but it's huge now. It could fit about three people <laughs> under it now. And I think by the time it's been washed, yeah. it's, yeah. it's going to... Same as the jumper. You witnessed the jumper. Oh, yeah. The jumper that was, was hideous. But it's a nice colour. And I think if you boil it up, it should be fine. <laughs> boil it boil up. Boil it up. It'll be fine. <laughs> what about you, Thomas? What have you been working on this week? Uh, well, I've been carrying on with more production and stuff, but like we've gone to government. We went to like government, oh, two, we, two government house receptions in a row. We're regulars now. Yeah, so, so. You look very smart. Can I just say that? I've watched the rushes. And I saw you in in the rushes, and you, you looked very smart. Thank you very much for representing FITV. Always FITV look very smart for these kind of events. Yeah, well, we do. Like, yeah, <laughs> see it's, how we it's, link it's all the podcasts together. <laughs> you go back to podcast. Was it podcast one or two? Uh, podcast two. Two, two yeah. is when I just yeah. got back. It was that suit, incidentally. I'm just I'm, I'm just going to keep wearing it until everyone gets bored of it, <laughs> or until I get bored. Of it. I'm, sure, I'm sure everyone else is, is bored three, of it. Have you got a waistcoat with it as well? Is it three I piece? don't have oh. a waistcoat. Oh. It's your first day. We could have got it. Nothing better than a lovely waistcoat. But I was on Oxford Street and darling, is that how they say it in London? Oxford. Okay. Well, Oxford Street was. Was on the news last night because they're trying trying to make it uh, traffic free to try and reduce pollution. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which uh, yeah. one thing we don't really struggle with is traffic pollution down here. <laughs> I mean, you get three cars in a row, and I'm like, oh my god, it's a traffic jam. <laughs> and then I went back so to the true. UK. And my mum's commute to work in the morning. She uh, sits back a mile and a half from these traffic lights, and she's like, oh god, perspective. <laughs> yeah. um, and we've looked tackling the issues of camera issues because we're going to have some issues tonight because it's, it's going to be dark oh we did a great experiment oh, oh, so a great experiment of yeah. a million shots with all the different ND filters and the uh, so while, one of the things we were struggling with is um, that the problem with the Falklands is how quickly the light changes and cameras when you can set things very manually uh, it can be very difficult to get the right settings. Do you um, think it's to do with the ozone? Because it's the thinnest ozone layer, so the light can come in more. I don't know. Don't and know. that maybe there's less obstruction mm. by buildings as well, yeah. so the light comes at you at a much flatter angle a lot of the time. It could be, it, it could be a variety of different things. The fact that we're surrounded by water, mm. that's something as well. But you, found, the you found that great booklet, didn't you? Was it Tidetography or something it was called, where it's to do with the, all the different filters and what we can do for our oh, it was a, it was, a, it was a TV, I was like... We made this mistake so many times, and so many times our shots would come out just completely out of focus, no matter how. So we, yeah. So um, the the term that is referred to officially is called muddy. So when your footage comes out muddy, 
I only know this because I've searched so hard using blown out footage and, and just explosions were coming up. That's not what but I mean. I like the way they said about using the ND filter settings. It's almost like putting sunglasses on your camera. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. that makes sense. Variants yeah. of sunglasses. And it actually worked yeah, when we of, did our landing bay. Yeah, one of the, the things, one of the things we found is that there are, so the ND filter, as Hannah just explained, is like sunglasses for your camera. And when it, got a, when it gets a bit sunny and the image is a bit too bright, we, we, turn on, we turn on an ND filter. And what we were doing, we were putting on one or we were putting on two sometimes maybe, and the footage was coming out muddy, blown out. So no matter how hard we focused, uh, when the image came up onto the computer, it was all a bit soft, it wasn't very crisp, it wasn't focused. Um, and going through it, Hannah and I did an experiment where she, uh, she set up the camera in one position and did five seconds filming with every, every different, different aperture, every different SD yeah. filter. And we found that using the higher level of sunglasses actually <laughs> works a lot better. Because we were confused and we thought maybe there was something depth of field but it, ter- it turns out that a high sunglasses high ND filter and a low aperture even though you'd expect a shallow depth of field when it's on a wide angle it's what works best so we all filmed with the highest ND filter for landing day and all the shots came out really well I thought yeah, really have. really nice and they had the sun coming up and the Clyde Really speaking, speaking well. of which, it was your first landing day. What did you guys think yeah. of the service as the start of the memorial season for you? Well, um, I was positioned on top of a hill to try and get quite a far away shot so I couldn't actually hear or see anything. But there was a sheep Aww. that kept on walking past me and sat down next to me for a while. Oh, really? So, yeah, I think it was me and the sheep from the farm. Yeah. Like, so it kept coming around, it came up like at the end. Sniffing I think Katie got yeah. a lovely shot. Like, it came up to me and I just put my hand out and he started like, rubbing up against my hand. Oh, that's but, so um, I did. I did come over and give you a copy of the. So yeah. I was getting some external, some more rushes as I was walking around, and Hannah and I were quite close to the whole thing. But Katie's quite far away, so I got a little, uh, little booklet of the service and ran that up to Katie. So she was just stood up there reading through the service as it was going along. I was trying to hear where we were. <laughs> the, la- the last post was a. Uh, because oh, they didn't have a trumpeter, did they? Yeah, it's an electronic gone. MP3. Yeah, job, and, 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 and bless him. Like I spoke mm. to him at the start, and, and he tried. He really did try. He searched for hours online for the best quality one that he could find. It just that it was as loud as it could go. It was as yeah, loud as it could go. It still sounds like it's been produced by a very, very cheap synthesizer. Mm. But, um, but hey ho, got to make the most of that bad got, situation. Yeah. What's coming up next week? Your birthday. My Woo-hoo. birthday. This time next week. Double birthday. We're having birthday. We're not saying Bacon how old bats. I'm going to be, though, are we? 32. No, I'm not going to be 35. Oh, guess my age. There we go. That's the end. Yeah. yeah. Quiz, for the the week. Yeah. quiz for the week. Yeah. Talking just, about just quiz. Just from the voice. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about quiz for the week. Um, do you listen to BFBS? They've got this. Uh, these three voices that you have to listen to. It's been going oh, yeah. round for weeks and weeks and weeks. No, I've got the answers. They just got a second one today. The, la- oh. the last one that I did, the only voice I got was Alan Shearer, football player. So I was like, <laughs> as soon as I said it, I was like, match of the day, that's Alan yeah. Shearer, got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what, what are you guys working on next week? Well, the big, biggest event's got to be tonight. Come on, guys. Yeah, yeah. Mabel. Yeah. We're going to do it slightly differently, Pink though, walk. aren't we? Pink Pink walk. Walk. Yeah, I've got a big 5K run. <laughs> you are, are you seriously going to run it? Yeah. Okay. I need to get in training. <laughs> I'm going to take the still shots back at the... Uh, Get a good one if we're coming over the line. 
me. As long as you trip. Oh, we've got another memorial, don't we, Goose Green? Yeah, we've got another memorial. Yes. Yeah. Of course, and we're Which? attending the budget. Uh, the, yeah. budget. The, the budget. The budget. The budget. The budget. <laughs> For some reason, it's, the, budget. Yeah, the, uh, the budget is on the same day as the Goose Green Memorial, which I think is yeah. poor planning. Really. Yeah, because having, I mean, some of the MLAs will come to yeah, the having, memorial. But having spoken to uh, the MLAs at Government House last week, mm-hmm. Um, I believe two are away at the moment. I believe that MA Roger Edwards is still away for the C24, and I do believe that Mark Pollard is away due to, um, I believe, baby. he's having a baby. Um, he's well, he's not, baby. his wife's having a baby. They are having a baby. Um, so, I mean, that leaves six of them, and, and they I can't do have any less. You have to yeah, have six to yeah. serve the budget. So. Yeah. And, I mean, that means, I don't know if uh, the Governor, Nigel Phillips, is back at the moment or whether. Um, it, yes, he is, because I spoke to Government House. A few days ago, and they said yes, he would be attending the budget. Then they weren't straight up to Goose Green. No, or? no, they couldn't confirm who was going from Government House to oh, Goose Alex, Green. Alex, but we're going to yeah. presume it's going to be. Um, and to be fair, Alex, Alex went up on, on um, land, for landing day at San Carlos mm. as well. Yeah. Nigel, he's great. Day. I think he's very stylish. Alex yeah. He's a wonderful he's speaker as well. Yeah, I mean, we heard, we've heard two of his speeches. He's last funny. Week. He's yeah. a funny, funny guy. <laughs> I said, I can't believe how like how well he remembers his speeches and doesn't really trip over his words. It's yeah, it's great. Very eloquent speaker. Especially when he's got one reception after another, you know, you think you'd get start mixed talking, up. With start the talking about hockey or something yeah. in a day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so you went what to Costa Rica. I mean, you, you came to the Falklands. <laughs> that could be awkward. <laughs> so, just if you're listening to this and you're wondering how you can listen, how you can watch FITV or Falklands in Focus, uh, if you go to our website fitv.co.fk. Um, you can click on our channel and you can subscribe for just one one episode or a month or a year and uh, watch us each week. And so you can join each of, each of our family members who have all joined us. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and you can find out what we actually look like. I know, you can put a face to our voice. Ooh. Figure out who's who between me and Hannah. <laughs> who is reckon, the oldest? What, what, do you, what do you reckon? What colour hair do they have? Tom? Beard? Ginger? No beard. <laughs> <laughs> Why a ginger beard? (laughs) Am I ginger? I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, we'll catch you uh, next Friday when it's we Hannah's birthday. Yay! Yay. (laughs) See you later. Bye.